Hey, what's happening, everybody? Welcome back to Anime Casuals, and welcome back to the week. What did I call this before? I called it like the week review, the weekly review. I'm bringing it up right now because I forgot what the heck this segment is supposed to be called. It's usually called the Lucky Rant Spot on Saturdays. I usually do a review of some sort and a weekly review. So um, this week's weekly review is going to be on... Uh, the Child of Kamiari Month on Netflix. Um, and so, okay, I'm going to sum this up real quick, and then I'll go into why I think this. So, a long time ago, I, I not that long time ago, maybe like five years ago or something like that, but uh, I have this friend who is, uh, his, his mom is straight from Italy, right? Uh, by the way, one of the best cooks I've ever, eat, uh, you know, uh, had the food of. But anyway... She, you know, straight from Italy, makes her own pizza, all that kind of stuff. Anyway, uh, my friend and I go over to this uh, place. Uh, I think it may have been Olive Garden, but I can't remember. It was some Italian place, uh, quote unquote Italian place, right? Like, you know, how, like Taco Bell is quote unquote Mexican food. So we go over there, we're eating, and... My friend starts to say, you know, he's eating and he's just like, he's like, uh, I'm like, hey, how are, you, how are you liking it? He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm digging this basic ass pasta. <laughs> I just like basic ass pasta because, you know, he's so used to, um, you know, Italian food made with love and uh, amore and you know, whatever, whatever, the, however you say that shit in, in, in Italian. Uh, but yeah, it really threw me off because. I was like, I was actually eating it, and I was like, oh, this seems pretty good. But, you know, I don't really eat, you know, I eat pizza. But, you know, when I'm eating, like, pasta and stuff, I mean, you know, spaghetti and meatballs is pretty fine. But I, that's how I felt about this this movie. Uh, it felt like a basic-ass anime. <laughs> like, it, I didn't know exactly how to describe it, except for that the entire time. Right? Like, so, we go into this story of a young girl named Kana. Uh, whose mother has passed away. And once again, uh, real quick, I'm going to go through some of the plot points just to kind of give you guys a sense of where I'm coming from. I will try not to make it... Um, I'm not going to spoil like the end. I'm not going to spoil like anything like that. But I do need to like go over the plot points in order to get this through to you. So if you guys do want to go into this completely... Uh, you know, spoiler for you, like, you want to go into completely fresh, I completely understand, but I do need to go into some of it, and this was, this this plot point in particular was uh, covered, like, within the first five minutes of the movie. So, we start off with uh, Kana running with her mother, and then, you know, kind of, uh, that that's kind of their hobby to do it together, and uh, we go from that to modern day, where Kana's mother has passed away, uh, she's raised by a single father, and Kana is trying to deal with that the best she can. However, she has uh, she has a lot of um, what do you say, like trauma. Um, and one of uh, one way that manifests itself is in the the case of running. She does not like running because it reminds her of her mother. Also, later on in the film, you'll figure out why she really doesn't like track. Um, which I don't know if you, I, I, I guess this is like a common Japanese thing. I, we've never done this at my schools, but like school sporting events. So in Japan, I typically see this in a lot of anime where there's a school sports festival. And at one point they'll do like, uh, like a relay race or a dash and all that kind of stuff where each class like competes against each other. And 
so yeah, that's that's kind of the idea of it. They go from so then we we go to the practice part of this, uh, and Kana is like, okay, I'm I'm not gonna, I I, I have too much trauma doing this, so she uh, feigns or uh, or fakes a sprained ankle uh, to get out of it. Goes to this bunny, uh, what do you call it? Like a bunny pen? I don't know, like where, where they raise bu- bunny rabbits and stuff. Uh, that's on the school property, and goes from there to, you know, to uh, to going back, and you kind of get to see a little bit of her, uh, th- the way that she is with her dad, and um, you know, she's very uh, a little, she's a little bit cold towards him, but she she also uh, just because it it seems like that's kind of their relationship now. Uh, but he works and is you know working hard to raise her and so she makes all the meals and all that kind of stuff but uh anyway fast forward we get to the actual track meet uh kana almost makes it all the way to the end has a little bit of a panic attack um runs away from her father and uh eventually goes to this shrine where uh like time basically goes to like a standstill almost it's basically slowed down time uh, and yeah, and then we get into the main plot of this, which is she is uh, the daughter of an Idaten. I've heard this name before, but basically a descendant of the gods. Um, and basically, what this Idaten is, or this god is, the god of running, I think, or it's like god, the god of some type of run thing. I don't know, but that was what her mother was. She was the descendant of these of this god. Who, if you want to think of it, think of it like um, what's his name? Hermes from from uh, Greek mythology. You know the the messenger god. Think of it a little bit like that. And so now, what she is supposed to do is go to each of these temples around. Uh, I don't know. Where, where, I don't know. I can't remember where she's from. I think it's Osaka, but I I, I think I might be getting that wrong because I played too much Yakuza uh, Zero. But um, she's somewhere in japan and she's supposed to go to all of the shrines in this place and then go to an event like the the last shrine in the place to uh give all of the offerings from each one of these shrines each one of the gods give gives her like this food offering and then the idea is to get to the end of it to give it to the final deity um and then they have a feast and when that happens, all of the gods decide, hey, we're going to stay here in this region um, because the idea is that y- you know how like you give offerings to the gods and stuff and they're supposed to give you something out of it. Well, apparently in this universe or sorry, in this anime, uh, that actually comes true. Like there, there are actual they, they do actually um, uh, look after you from from behind the scenes. So, yeah, we go into that. Um, you know the 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 supporting characters in here are the bunny rabbit. Uh, they're one of the bunny rabbits that Kana um, is close to. Uh, Shiro I, ends up getting possessed by I guess a by it's like an assistant god basically. But um, you know he ends up possessing the the body of this this bunny rabbit and is you know kind of there to help kana uh, on her way since this is her first time doing it we figure out that her mother was the one that originally did this before she uh, got sick and passed away but anyway uh it, it was so we go through this story um one of the other supporting characters his name is yasha 
Um, Yasha or Yato, I, I, I looked it up online. I, I heard Yasha in the English dub. By the way, I did watch this all in English dub. Uh, had didn't have really any complaints about it. It was, you know, whatever. Uh, had some had, had a, like a heavy hitter in there. Uh, Lucy Christian. She is, uh, she's the voice of a lot of characters. Um, God, I think she's the voice of Rag in in Made in the Abyss. Uh, and a couple other characters. I want to say she's also in One Piece as somebody, but I keep getting who she is wrong. Um, either way, uh, not too bad. There was one part in the English dub which kind of threw me off. I don't know if they realize this, but in the so when they're running the track, right? Um, I think I think it's right before she has her panic attack. Uh, they are they're screaming, right? Like you can hear like the English, right? But at the and some points you can hear like people saying gambare gambare you know i was like why is there there's japanese and english mixed in this like it was really strange <laughs> excuse me it was really strange to hear so uh just, just a weird uh, and i i think the 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 reason why i heard that was cuz i was wearing ear, earphones i was listening you know i was watching it a little bit before i did this podcast so um did it earlier in the morning but yeah either way it was really strange to hear that um but besides that, I didn't have any complaints. But yeah, this story is so. Here's what here's what this story did well. Let's say it hit all of the 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 points that it needed to hit. Right? We have um, we have the plot is pretty much explained within the first thirty minutes, twenty to thirty minutes. Right? Like so, kudos on them getting getting the plot kind of out of the way. Um, uh, let's see they they didn't try and burden themselves with too many characters right it was basically mainly kana yasha and shiro uh i don't think he had another name if i'm not mistaken uh yeah shiro um th- those were like the main the main people there and the the problem actually let me keep going with the good sorry um they did some pretty good. They did a pretty good job with some of the backstory of, of like, let's say Yasha and his people. Yasha is a demon, uh, and the idea is that they actually lost to the Idatens in a race, and so uh, he's been trying to get back his his family's name because before they were demons, they were actually gods uh, until they couldn't beat these Idatens in a race, something like that, and they kind of went from there. Uh, so he is uh, somewhat of an antagonist uh, in in some ways, uh, but you'll kind of see how that grows in the uh, in the anime. Um, but yeah, so a couple things that I really wish they would have done a little bit differently was uh, some of the things that they introduced they didn't expand upon. One of them was, as I said earlier, this the idea of the the demons. Um, really wasn't expanded upon. So you you remember how I said they touch on each point, they they teach on they they touch on each of the points that they need to touch on. The problem is they didn't add anything extra. Like there wasn't any extra point that needed to be added on to there. Like I'm sorry, there wasn't any um added love to it, so to speak. You remember how I mentioned the basic ass pasta, right? That's what I mean by this movie, right? It touches all of the basics, but it doesn't give the the X factors, right? That you would get in like you know, a, a, um, a, I I hate bringing up these comparisons all the time, but like to your name, right? Your name really did what it needed to do, which uh, means when we're looking at an anime movie, there aren't 
that there isn't that much time to spend expanding upon uh, certain aspects of the story, which in turn means you need to focus on where you're going to. Uh, sorry, you need to you need to um, you need to focus your time very wisely on what you want to the audience to see. The problem with this was that you got to see a little bit of I, I think what they were trying to do was trying to show the 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 journey of a child who has given up on running because or has trouble with running because of the passing of her mother uh, and that was also an activity that they used to do together so in a way her running is her running I'm sorry her not running is her running away from uh, her problems instead of running to towards what uh, her goals are, or instead of running towards uh, who she really is, right? Um, so in a way, we have this story of a girl trying to figure out who she is after her mother has passed away, right? Totally get that. Um, the problem is they introduce a whole lot of other stuff that seemed like it kind of got put to the wayside, which it can be it can be okay in some senses in, in in some ways but um example might be like spirited way right like that introduces a whole lot of things the spirit world all that kind of stuff uh but doesn't really expand upon some of the aspects of it and kind of uh, skips past it but i think they did that in that movie the re sorry the reason why it was done so well in that movie was because we always had the focal point on uh sorry chihiro and well, I think what's the dude's name? Haku. Like we always had that that focal point of she is trying to get the heck out of here. In this movie, uh, it just seemed like it was a little all over the place. And then even when it wasn't, um, like each part of it kind of just uh, it didn't have enough time to uh, build itself up. Right. There's one moment in the film where she is tested by one of the deities uh, before she's given, um, I, I forget what these things are called. I think it's called like chisos. That, that's the little offerings that each deity gives her. Um, and it just, it, it didn't really hit home all that much. I, I could, I could have told you what was going to happen. Like, right. Like somewhere about like two minutes into it. And yeah, it, it was just a little predictable in that sense. Like I said, it touched every part that it needed to, but it is, it was the basic ass pasta. So, uh, basic ass anime in this sense uh but still i would say it's probably worth a watch um this one i'm gonna kind of break my rules a little bit i know i said so one to five right um but i'm gonna give this a, a, a like a, a somewhere in the middle so it's gonna be a two and a half for me um is it the worst watch i've ever had no but like i said it's really basic um i just felt myself kind of drifting drifting every now and then um, but here's what I will say. There was some redemption towards the very end of this. And this is why um, I think it's really important for uh, actually I, I was listening. I was watching this guy. His name's G man lives. He's on a YouTube channel. If you guys want to check him out, he's a video game reviewer. And he had mentioned how there was this reviewer online who said he doesn't always play games to completion. Like 90% of the games that he plays, he doesn't play till completion. Uh, and you know, he's giving reviews about these games and I, and, you know, G-Man was making a, a point, you know, he's this Australian guy. He's very, uh, kind of like a smart ass, but he brought up a really good point. Like, how are you going to 
what happens if there's a point in the game where it switches, right? Like, yes, you have to, yes, the game should open with a very strong, um, it should open strong, but if it doesn't, like, what are you going to do then? If you just stop before, let's say it starts getting interesting in chapter four, right? Like you're, 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 uh, doing a disservice to the people who are watching or reading your reviews. And that was the same thing with this somewhere. At, by the way, this is very late in the film. I think it was somewhere around out the hour mark. It started to get a lot more meaningful. There was a point where I even got a little, you know, um, uh, I, I don't, I, it wasn't like the tears, but you know, I definitely got the, the heart wrench in there and it really started to kind of open up, but it was all the way like hour, hour 10 into the film. So uh, that was the only reason this didn't get a two um, was to, the two and a half was, was towards the end of the film. Um, like I said, I felt like it dragged a little bit in the first hour of it. And this is about an hour and 39 minute film. Um, but yeah, either way um, it, it's worth a watch. Um, and you know, maybe you guys might have a differing opinion on it. Please let me know if, if you guys did. But like I said, it's it's the basic of the basic. I couldn't I couldn't quite give it a three. Uh, a three would still be for me would still be um, it would still add the the extra elements of things. But maybe it just didn't do it well. This one, it just it, it just was ba basic bare bones until like the end. And then it started to get a little bit more interesting. Um, and then also, I, I would, I suppose this is also a good, without the use of a proper, excuse me, proper antagonist, um, it was a little bit, uh, the antagonist you could think was maybe like this race to get to the, uh, the final place to deliver all the chiso, but I, I just felt like there needed to be a little, uh, the antagonist in this film was, let's just say underutilized. It just didn't seem like it was uh, well enough established. I understand what it is. I can't really say what it is for spoiler reasons. I understand the point of it. I understand why it was there, but it's more of a metaphysical antagonist. And it was, like I said, it wasn't built up well enough. So like I said, that's my, that's my score for this, a two and a half. Um, before we leave really quick, I, there was an interesting uh, question on the anime subreddit that I thought would be, uh, interesting. I don't know if I came. I don't know. I, I know we've talked about video games and anime and all that kind of stuff, but I, I really did want to bring up bring this one up because I I I, uh, I wanted to see some of the, the the comments on here because it is an interesting concept. But here's the question: Here it says, which anime series would make great video games, and would which franchises should they borrow their gameplay mechanics from? This came to mind while watching Demon Slayer, while also completing Sekiro for the first time. While the uh, combat system won't be a perfect fit for a Demon Slayer game, the thought of parrying, stabbing, the variety of um, powerful demons of Demon Slayer with the combat system of Sekido is a really enticing thought. Uh, wh which anime series, if a video game is made about that series, should steal their gameplay mechanics from an already existing video game? Sekido, uh, by the way, is uh, Sekido... Um, it's uh, what Shadows Die twi Twice, right? Sekido... I think, I think that's the one. It's it's basically like, yeah, that's it. Um, that's actually an interesting idea. Um, also, I think in that game, um, you absorb demon souls? No, that's, sorry, that's one of the other games, but whatever. Uh, yeah, I could definitely see something like that happening. I think you'd have to wait till more of the anime comes out. You don't have, I don't think you have enough content right now, but that would be interesting. Um, you know, an interesting version that I saw of 
uh, Berserk came out in the form of of Dynasty Warriors. Actually, Dynasty Warriors works with a lot of anime. I'll tell you. Okay, I'll tell you why. It, it doesn't. It doesn't make like the perfect game, but let me t- let me tell you why I think that it works with a lot of concepts because typically in anime there are always going to be a bunch of henchmen that people fight and then there's usually a big boss so what is dynasty warriors it's basically uh beat the crap out of a bunch of henchmen that don't mean anything and then find a boss and get your ass handed by them if they're lubu (laughs) um uh that that's basically you know that that's an interesting one um so yeah, most Dynasty Warriors. Also, somebody mentioned Bleach and Dynasty Warriors. Although that has actually been kind, kind of done. Actually, um, I'm trying to think of a of, of a good one, man. Because I I really there's a lot of anime out there that I think could be. Because you know they've done so many with Naruto, right? Naruto. Uh, so the Ninja Storm franchise has kind of. Um, and I don't know if they're the first ones that did it, but it seems like. After that, a lot of shonen have just taken up that mantle of the um, the open world, not not open world. Sorry, uh, let me try it. Th- uh, open arena um, fighting game where it's just dash to the opponent, attack, special moves, uh, that kind of stuff. Right? Uh, that that seems to be the formula now for everybody who does um, a shonen game now. Or like if you think about it, Bleach has done it. Um, oh God. Uh, uh, Demon Slayer just did it. My Hero Academia has done it. So everybody's kind of One Punch Man kind of did it. Uh, everybody's kind of touched on that 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 uh, that same uh, formula to a certain degree. So yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I think that could be added upon. Um, I would like to see a game that because you know they try to do this with One Piece with the uh, what world uh, was it called World Seeker or something like that, where it's like an open world kind of idea. Um, and I'll be real with you. I think they got that idea from a lot of fan made stuff. Like a lot of fan, a lot of fans are trying to make like we're trying to make open world games where they recreate Konoha or that kind of stuff. And I just really want something like that. Kind of like um, uh, what is it like Horizon Zero Dawn? I've never played it, but I've seen gameplay footage of it. Like I would love to see something like that, but with I don't know, like Naruto or with something like that. Like, I just, I would love to see those worlds brought to life. And with the scale of games nowadays, I just don't see why we couldn't do that. Like, could you honestly tell me that Grand Theft Auto uh, 5, like, you couldn't create, like, a map that is so intricate with, I don't know, um, Konoha and the surrounding areas or... um, or maybe you make Konoha like all by itself, and then if you want to travel to another area, then you do that. But you make it as detail, you make it as detailed as fuck, where you just go into each, uh, you can go into each shop or anything like that. I mean, I just think that it, it's such a missed opportunity right now um, that they're not doing this stuff. So I, I don't know, man. I, I really think that an open world that's actually like actually open or um, that actually has some depth to it would be, you know, I, I think that that's the way to go for a lot of these. Um, a, a great example, my hero academia with the, with the same idea as Spider-Man two. So Spider-Man two, uh, the video game was one of the, the first like open world, um, superhero games that I was actually good. And, you know, every now and then you'd, you'd go, you'd see like a, a civilian and they, they'd have a question mark on top of them saying like, Oh yeah, that, um 
did you just hear about that crash spider-man and then you go help out with the crash and stuff so something like that would be really really awesome to to do and then moving around the city as deku or or bakugo or or uh god what what what's the what's the other guy todoroki you know uh i just think it would be so awesome so any open world game would just be freaking phenomenal uh black clover can you imagine trying to go through all the kingdom and oh dude oh just okay i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna stop getting all um all invested in this because i know maybe it's not gonna happen but anyway guys hopefully you guys enjoyed the weekly review of uh childs of kamiari month if you guys watch it let me know how you how you feel was i a little too harsh on it or did you guys kind of agree with me where it was kind of basic Anyway, remember you can check out all things casual at the link tree in the description box down below. Also, if you'd like to email us, you can email us at animecasuals with an S, real R-E-A-L, at gmail.com. But as always, guys, don't forget to keep it casual.